Lighthouse Live is pre-recorded before a live audience. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. Good evening to you, Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live in this very special edition as we uh, dedicate uh, this evening's broadcast to praying for our circles of influence and praying for the city, praying for the world. And uh, our co-host, of course, our producer, co-host, Elaine Harlan. Uh, Elaine, just a great privilege to join people, really uh, listeners around the world in praying for our spheres of influence. It it really is, Mike, and what an awesome blessing that the Lord has given us that we can do that, that we can reach out to peoples everywhere and pray. Just a reminder, friends, that uh, if you'd like to listen to this broadcast online, you can do that. Uh, The website is www.lighthouselive.blogspot.com. I (laughs) I love that word. word. (laughs) But it's very popular. It is. uh, Young people know it well. www.lighthouselive.blogspot.com. And uh, by the way, if you have iTunes or an iPod, you can automatically download this program every week. And if you visit our website at vibrantcommunities.org, that's www.vibrantcommunities.org, click the daily update page. It'll give you the instructions on on how to do that. So uh, tonight, friends, we'll be dedicating this broadcast to praying for our cities. And, of course, if we turn back the the clock about 10, 11 years or so, of course, a lighthouse movement got its birth then here in Modesto. Uh, many people were prayer walking their neighborhoods, and we were, instead of doing drive-bys, Elaine, we were doing prayer-bys. Yes, As we right. drive by uh, schools and government centers and other areas to, to pray for uh, peace and prosperity in the city and uh, even driving by some of the problem areas, whether right. it would be a crack house or whatever it might be, uh, we would pray for those as well. And uh, tonight, we really would like to rekindle a lot of that spirit. And by the way, friends, at Advancing Vibrant Communities, we firmly believe that prayer must precede what we do in terms of connecting people in churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. And, of course, Mission America is something that we're a part of, and their commitment is to what we call prayer, care, and share, praying for our our spheres of influence, building bridges by caring for those uh, people within our influence. Uh, You know, one thing to begin to pray for people, another to reach out and meet their needs in the name of Jesus Christ and build that bridge. And ultimately, of course, we're praying for that opportunity to share Christ in a safe and trusted relationship with people. Mm -hmm. So, friends, uh, wherever you are tonight, we ask you to pray along with us. Now, if you're driving, we'd ask you to keep your eyes open, of course. please do. That would be a good thing. (laughs) But uh, wherever 
wherever you are. And by the way, if you're at home and you have your family with you, we'd encourage you, if you have a portable radio, right now to uh, maybe uh, tune uh, your radio to whatever station you're listening to here and uh, go out and begin to prayer walk your neighborhood. And we'll be leading you in some things to uh, to pray about and think about as you're uh, as you're doing that. Right now, though, we want to check in uh, to our international scene with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with news about another real-life Jesus freak. Early in the 15th century, John Huss is a priest in what is now the Czech Republic. But the bishops of the established church expel him because of his radical teachings. You see, Huss dares to claim that an individual can have a personal relationship with God. Summoned by the church council, he looks forward to defending his beliefs. But it's a trap. He's thrown in jail, mocked, tortured, and even condemned to death by fire. His final words say so much. For the gospel, I am here, with a cheerful mind and courage, ready to suffer death. What I taught with my lips, I now seal with my blood. Get a global perspective from the voice of the martyrs. Go online to persecution.com. And back with you live here on Lighthouse Live again. Our program tonight dedicated to praying for our circles of influence, our sphere of influence. And uh, before we introduce you to our guests, by the way, some some great uh, men of God with us yes. tonight, and uh, some great women mm-hmm. uh, who are just ultimate prayer warriors who hold us up every week. Are here in studio as well. In addition to our faithful weekly prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl Al Ramsey. But uh, we welcome. Also, uh, Lee and Kathy, who are praying with us, and also uh, Big Bad John, who's uh, <laughs> sitting over there. He's the ever-ready bunny of ABC, and uh, so great to have you with us. A little later on, we'll introduce you to Ben Jennings and Chuck Adams, and also Cliff Sexton from First Baptist uh, should be joining us a little later in the broadcast. Before we do that, though, Elaine, we have a couple of opportunities that people can take advantage of here on our own community. We do, Pastor Mike. The American Red Cross is asking volunteers to provide comfort and assistance to flood victims. That's right, flood victims in the midst of all the sunshine that we're enjoying today. In the Newman and Patterson area, volunteer caseworkers are needed to interview refugees to determine the needs and referrals. Uh, Also, shelter relief workers will uh, help to serve meals, clean up, and reassure the evacuees and assist the staff. And van drivers can also assist with running errands and picking up supplies and, and utilizing an agency van that they have. Their warehousing volunteers will stay and inventory supplies, and transportation volunteers will uh, drive evacuees to appointments as they need them. Now, nurses, EMTs, and mental health professionals are also needed very much at the shelters at this time. Uh, Once again, even though the rain has stopped for the moment, uh, this situation uh, still exists in the Patterson-Newman area. The shelter site is located at Creekside Middle School in Patterson and will be open for at least uh, another week, and you are encouraged to contact the American Red Cross uh, on First Street in and Sweet G in Patterson uh, by telephone. And that number is, of course, area code 209-892-9557. That's 892-9557. Or again, area code 892-9246. So if you're in that area or you have a heart uh, to reach out and help those people, we certainly hope that you will do that. The American Cancer Society is getting all geared up for 
their Relay for Life event. It's a fun-filled overnight relay event that mobilizes communities across the nation to celebrate survivorship, to also remember those who lost their lives to cancer, and to raise money for the fight against cancer. Now, the 24-hour relay event will be celebrated uh, coming up on April 29th and 30th at Oakdale uh, High School in Oakdale and Somerville High School in Tuolumne City, and then on June 24th and 25th at Johansson High School in Modesto and California State University Stanislaw in Turlock. Volunteers are needed for uh, all kinds of uh, parts that take place in this fun event, walkers and teams and assisting and setting up and sales of the luminary event and all sorts of things. So a lot of people participate in that, and I think uh, Pastor Mike's uh, daughter Heather will be out there walking. You know, it's it's great to be young (laughs) and uh you know, she gets up, I don't know, at, at zero dark 30 in the morning, you know, when the rest of us, well, most of the rest of us are asleep. And uh, she, she actually participates in the one out there in Oakdale. Yes, yes. And what a great, a great way to bless the community and it to develop is. relationships. A lot of believers out there, but also yes. the opportunity to uh, walk with non-believers as well and have those two hours and uh, sometimes the wee hours of the morning alone that's there on right. the track to develop those relationships and share the Lord you know, as well. That's what it's all about. About. So we just would encourage you to get involved in that. And then as we speak, the Salvation Army Turlock Corps is having their senior flea market, uh, raising funds for the senior citizens, citizens to go to camp in the Santa Cruz Mountains. And the Salvation Army Turlock Corps is a worship and service center providing a variety of community and I was going to say, how, they, how do they identify the fleas that are senior? I don't The but, fleas from this. Well, no, they that's have some a different senior story. That's, fleas. Yeah, I don't know. I but don't if know. you're senior and we don't want to go there, you might want to qualify for I'm that. Sorry. This be a fun. <laughs> this would way be a, too late last night. <laughs> a fun event to take part in at any rate. Uh, they have all sorts of programs, including an emergency pantry, a utility assistant program for youth and family programs, and senior services, and all of those kinds of things. And of course, if you have any questions uh, on these opportunities or programs, we encourage you to call Barbara Borba. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, that's 209-524-1307 extension 113 and we don't want to forget about the teen challenge ninth annual uh, golf tournament coming up if you are a golfer this takes place on monday may 15th at the stevenson ranch golf course and that's at 2700 north van cleef road in stevenson california and this is a great opportunity once again to bless a tremendous uh, ministry they're going to have of course the golfer registration begins at 12 a shotgun start whatever that is i guess you know the shotgun to start things off okay and then at six (laughs) Then at 6.15, they'll have the Chuck Wagon barbecue dinner, a raffle, and a silent auction and awards. So that would be a wonderful thing to get involved with as well. You know, those types of golf things are about the only ones that I can participate in (laughs) because if... You golf like I do, you know, the other guys can kind of carry you. So it's a, it's great. And, and by the way, that, uh, that note on the Salvation Army and the Turlock yes. Corps, what yes. neat people down oh, there. We're just down terrific. there a few weeks mm-hmm. ago to look at their facility and beautiful, beautiful facility down there. They do such good work and we just encourage you friends to take uh, advantage of some of those Indeed. opportunities. Well, you know, tonight we are devoting our time to prayer, and, and as Pastor Mike mentioned, we have some awesome prayer warriors here tonight. Of course, we have the senior pastor from the Carpenter's House, Chuck Adams, a great friend. Welcome, Chuck. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy Amen. schedule to join us. Thank you. It's great to be with you. 
Oh, it's great to have you. And our wonderful friend, Ben Jennings, who uh, has joined us as well. Ben has uh, lots of wisdom and insight that he's going to share with us tonight. And he's <laughs> looking. <laughs> you're gracious. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. We are so glad you're here and, and glad that you didn't have to do. Well, of course, we appreciate the fact that you serve jury duty and, and, and you do those those kinds of things, but we're also glad for the answer prayer that you could be with us tonight and that that got postponed because that was a personal prayer of mine. <laughs> Good. Well, the Lord answered. Amen. <laughs> well, you know, as Pastor Mike said, uh, the Lighthouse Movement started years ago, and we remember um, as we prayed, as we walked our neighborhoods and we prayed for all sorts of things in our neighborhood and then extended out towards our city and as we thought about our government and all kinds of things to pray for. We thought of the acronym BLESS. When you bless, uh, when you pray for others, you bless them. And let's just take a look at that for a moment because we think about the B and the word bless and we think of body or people's physical health and their well-being. And then you take a look at the L and uh, I think of labor and work. What do they do for a living? Their jobs that they're involved in. And so you pray for their work and place of business. The E, I think of emotions. And we could spend an hour on, uh, or maybe a lifetime praying for people's emotions. We certainly see a lot of emotional needs here at Advancing Vibrant Communities. So we pray for that. And then the S, the first S, we think of their social uh, lives and their friends, their spheres of influence, uh, and their circles of people that they associate with and socialize with. And the final S, and I think last but not least, and perhaps even most important, is their spiritual uh, needs. And, 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 that, and salvation falls into that. So when we pray, we bless our neighborhoods. And I think sometimes we can think about those things as we're praying, don't you? Indeed. Absolutely. Indeed. And as we pray, we want to uh, remember to seek the Lord's face. I know as we look through the scripture, we see a lot of scriptures that fall in line with seeking uh, God as we do pray. And, and one of the, the things that uh, I think about is Jeremiah 29, 7, where it says, also seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. You know, Elaine, when we think about, uh, of course, in that context, uh, the the children of God being in exile, we are too, we are aliens here, mm-hmm, right? We're just a passing through, you know, as the spiritual says. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we are here only for a short time. In essence, we are in exile uh, in a way in our own communities. And God really wants us to seek his face for the peace and the prosperity of our of our neighborhoods of our of our communities of our state of our country and we really have that re- it is not really an option That's it's right. something that you know we, we our, our effect in, in in reaching the city really starts on our knees in a very disciplined and and serious way and 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 without that you know i think we're missing out on many of the blessings that god has for us you know one of the uh, very popular scripture verses that we we also uh, look at when we pray and it, and it requires looking at, I think, Second Chronicles 
If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Amen. Amen. Ben, Ben, you really are a world Christian. You, You have been all over the world. God's given you so many opportunities to see his creation in, in, in many, many different venues. Talk to us just a little bit about Second Chronicles 7.14 and, and seeking God's face and, and uh, the forgiveness of their sin, the healing of the land. Historically, uh, is that important, and, and how do we see that playing out over the world? You know, America has become what it is through a series of revivals when people mm-hmm. humbled themselves and prayed and sought God's face and were broken before him. Yes. And it, it, most of those happened in times when America was at a very low level, mm. morally, mm. spiritually. Yes. And they were they were supernatural visitations of the Spirit. The one in uh, New York in 1860 started out with one guy who had a real burden, and mm-hmm. Lamphere was his name. And uh, he called a meeting, and nobody came and uh-huh. for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he heard a step on the stairs, and it was the first step of someone who's, who was coming. Six mm-hmm. people showed up that day. Is that right? But then it grew. A lot of prayer meetings start that way, and the people say, well, no one's coming. I guess I'll just not come anymore. But that grew and about a million people uh, came to the Lord mm. over the next uh, mm. several years. Uh, prayer meetings were held in theaters, packed out at noontime, mm. people broken before the Lord. So, yeah, this verse is still good for today. It's powerful, isn't Amen. it? Amen. And Chuck, uh, you know, oftentimes in our lives, uh, if we've taken a left turn or a right turn you know, off the path, uh, it, it's not until we kind of hit the wall and, and experience some tough times that, uh, that we uh, uh, finally humble ourselves before the Lord. We, we kind of cry uncle or, or father and yeah. run, or yes. Abba and run yeah. up the, yes. the white flag. But as a, as a community, that, that may happen as well. And uh, I, I'm sure as a, as a senior pastor, you know, your heart breaks for uh, a lot of the areas in our community where uh, drugs are rampant and gangs mm-hmm. are rampant. And mm-hmm. uh, it really does people, uh, you know, for, for the first step, your heart really has to be broken for the mm-hmm. community first yeah. before you can really pray for what you uh, what you see. Absolutely. I, God, I think God begins, as, as Ben was saying a moment ago, that the Holy Spirit begins to stir mm our hearts. Um, I remember driving by a, a group of young men uh, gathered at a park one time in another community, and uh, the thought passed through my mind in a dismissive kind of way. Um, uh, you know, those guys will not amount to much. And just mm-hmm. in, a, in a split mm-hmm. second, I felt the Lord say, that's not the way I see them. Yeah. Amen. And and boy, did it ever bring me up short mm-hmm. uh, to realize that I need to look at those situations from God's perspective yeah. and and let Him break my heart, just as you were mm-hmm. saying, for those situations, because that is the way He He doesn't see them in a condemning way. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we allow Him to massage our hearts and soften them to see things from his perspective. Boy, does it change the way uh, we look at circumstances around us. And it really does turn us into intercessors mm. and, and cause us to call out 
on their behalf yes. before God. Amen. And that revival must begin with us, must sure. it? Sure, absolutely. Yes. Oh, that that's what happened in my heart that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a touch of God for me to see those young men in a different way and, and not to look down my nose at them, but to see them from God's perspective. And that's that starts the process in us. Well, and, and then there's an, a second step to that. Actually, it's not the second, but there is a step beyond that, and that is, you know, when God answers that prayer... As the body of Christ, we need to be okay and ready to receive those sure. people Absolutely. into the community. Absolutely. Believers, right? You bet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just reminded by what Chuck was saying of something that happened here in Modesto. I think it was in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, a group of uh, young musicians uh, came over to a park, Enslin Park, and had a weekend of just singing. They were Christians and so on. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids came out. Uh, that, those are the days of the Jesus movement. Yes. Mm-hmm. And drugs were just starting to really spread in those days. And uh, as soon as those community kids would come to the Lord, this group would take them over to the canal and baptize them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bill Yeager was pastor of uh, First Baptist Church yeah. in those days, and I called him up. I said, Bill, what do you think of what's going on over here in the park? And he said, well, I like what's going on there better than what I'm not doing. <laughs> it was just a real takeoff there. Yeah, Amen. yeah, absolutely. Well, friends, wherever you are, and again, if you're in your car, if you're walking your neighborhood, or if you're in your home, maybe would you join us just uh, right now and just extend your hand towards uh, an area where uh, you think God needs to touch down in a dynamic way and create some changes uh, in hearts. And maybe it's that uh, person across the street or, or the crack house, uh, you know, a block or two down. Or maybe it's the school that's near you. Maybe it's the government center, the court, uh, the police department, the fire department, wherever it might be. Would you maybe just extend your hand right now and and chuck and ben uh would you just lead us in in a time of just praying for god's influence to touch down in those areas near us where uh people need to feel the holy spirit move in them they need to be drawn to the cross and then we need to be there to uh, connect them with the body of christ Father, we sure thank you for the avenue of prayer mm-hmm. that you have given yes. to us. We see it as more than our coming to you. We see it as turning on a faucet by which you can come through mm-hmm. into the things that we are asking you for. You said we have not because we ask not. Mm-hmm. And these mm-hmm. are days, O oh Father, when the conditions round about us certainly call for a new army of intercessors mm-hmm. to come to you and to cry out to you for these needy times. We thank you, Lord, for the way you touched uh, Chuck's heart as he was yes. driving by the park mm-hmm. and saw those mm-hmm. kids together. Lord, they're gathered together in many places, in many ways, these days that are not good. Mm-hmm. We thank you for those who are gathering together to pray. We thank you for praying students in the high schools and J.C. And now, Lord, we come to you to join them and to ask you to strengthen their calling upon you, their unity and faith and in in concern. And as you have said, call unto me, you also said, I will answer you and will show you great and mighty things which you don't even imagine, do not know. 
Oh God, we ask you this for Modesto, yes. for the schools mm-hmm. here and the communities round about. Yes. The school grounds, the student bodies, the uh, teachers who are having difficult times with yes, discipline Father. and so on mm-hmm. in the classroom. Mm-hmm. We pray for Christian teachers. Mm-hmm. Thank you for them all who are mm-hmm. laboring to be a light in a difficult situation. Yes. And we pray that you will gather out a, fre- a fresh new wave of Christian students mm-hmm. who will stand up for the things that they know, the things that you have spoken in your word. And we pray for the administrators of our schools that they will give place to godly policies and will guide our schools in the ways of peace and righteousness. We ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, your disciples came to you one day and said, teach us to pray. And you began by telling them that they should First of all, bless you. And we do that this evening. Lord, we bless you. Hallowed is your name. Mm -hmm. But Lord, you taught them to pray by saying, your kingdom come. Lord, we desire your kingdom to come. And we know there is one day when it, it will come in a reality that will impact the entire earth. Mm -hmm. But Lord, we also know you taught them to pray today. Mm. Your kingdom come. That's right. And Lord, we would pray the same prayer. Your Mm. kingdom come. Lord, in our homes, in our families, in marriage relationships, Mm. Lord, where husbands are needing to love their wives in a way that you have instructed us to. Mm -hmm. Lord, where wives are needing to respect the leadership of their husbands. Yes, Lord. Or parents who are needing to love their children in a compassionate and caring way. And Lord, not just meet their needs in a in a monetary or uh, some kind of material fashion, but God to meet their needs as they love them and care mm. for them yes. and nurture them. Yes, Lord, we pray your kingdom to come from our seats of government. Lord, that you would... uh, We thank you for the leaders that we presently have. And Lord, we pray your blessing upon them. And Lord, we pray your wisdom to them. Lord, what a demanding position to be charged with the governance and the oversight of cities and school districts and states. Lord, we ask you today that you would work through them in wisdom. Lord, that they would be able to see the hearts of issues. Mm -hmm. And Lord, not deal with symptoms and not deal with superficial realities, but Lord, to be able to delve beneath the surface and to touch issues at their very core. Lord, grant wisdom in that kind of way. Grant integrity. Lord, may they not allow themselves forays into self-indulgence, but God, that they would realize the charge of governance to which they've been given, and Lord, that they would honorably conduct themselves. Mm -hmm. Lord, we pray that you would protect them, Lord, from uh, influences that would draw them Mm -hmm. into uh, less than integrous actions, and God, may they stand as examples before our community to lead and guide. Your Mm. kingdom come Mm. in these areas, we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Friends, uh, again, wherever you are, and, and we realize, uh, team, that uh, there's uh, one or two people in Iraq who are listening to the Lighthouse Live broadcast. And wherever you are, although we're praying here in, in uh, downtown Modesto, we are praying for you and ask you to pray with us for your community, wherever you might be, and, and uh, for the, the soldiers and the military people who are listening to us in the Middle East. We want to keep uh, you. Uh, in our prayers as well. And, uh, friends, if, if you have specific prayer requests that you can tell us about, now we'd love you to, to email those to us. We enjoy getting your emails. Uh, you can email us at lighthouselive.earthlink.net, lighthouselive.earthlink.net. And several ladies from the yes. prayer team that supports this ministry mm. are here uh, this afternoon, this evening, as, as we're doing this broadcast. And we would love to bring your prayer requests before the Lord. Ben, as, uh, as we think of uh, our people in Iraq, would you just pray for uh, our soldiers and, and the military support people who are in the Middle East right now and just ask a blessing upon them as we continue the broadcast. Father, you have told us to pray for kings and all who are in authority, mm. yes. that we might lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. Mm. You said this is good and acceptable to you, our Savior, who would have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And we do pray, O oh God, for the situation in Iraq. And we ask that you will so bring about peace speedily that our uh, personnel can come home. Mm, but yes. we thank you, Lord, that you are developing a, a new way of looking at life in Iraq. And mm. we pray that you will honor those who are seeking to construct the country Amen. along yes, lines God. of peace and freedom. And we pray, there, our God, for those men and women in uniform yes, who love you, yes. who are praying together, Amen. who are going forth to serve you and to serve the people. We pray, O oh God, that you will soon bring an end to this cycle of mm -hmm. violence that's yes. going on in Iraq. Amen. And we, will you, Lord God, put a stop to the development of potential attacks uh, nuclear warfare in yes, Iran. Yes, we Lord pray God. that you will raise up a standard against these awful dangers mm. and the threat even of uh, raising the le level of terrorism yes. in the United States. Mm -hmm. God bless our boys and, yes, and our women. God bless our leaders, yes. our president, and all who serve our country in leadership mm. and grant them wisdom from on high to know your will, like the men of Issachar in the Old Testament who knew their times and who knew what to do. Thank you, our God. In the name of Jesus, yes. we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you. What a sweet, sweet time of prayer it is tonight. You know, oftentimes the ladies who are with us here tonight, we speak as we pray together on Thursday nights. What a privilege it is mm. to gather together and pray. What a responsibility that we have to pray. Amen. And doesn't the Lord call us to be salt and light in the cities where we are? Well, I'll tell you what, today as we all join in in prayer for our cities don't we long for our eternal one as jesus has called us to be lights of our cities he is the light of that glorious city that we will share let's give him praise now as we listen to alan asbury's song the light of that city on lighthouse live Love once gone. 
light of that city. That's Alan Asbury on Lighthouse Live, along with Pastor Mike Douglas, Elaine Harlan, our very special guest tonight, senior pastor of the Carpenter's House, Chuck Adams, and our great, great friend, Ben Jennings, who's been around for a long time and has led many, many prayer times together. And we're just so grateful to have all of you here, as well as our prayer intercessors, Jan, Lee, and Kathy, and and Big John. Just so glad to have you at home listening in. If you're walking the streets and praying with us, we're just very glad uh, that you're doing that. Or maybe you're gathered in a small group in your home and and praying together. That's just a wonderful thing. Again, it's a privilege to pray and and just a joy. Elaine, that is so important that we we train our children mm, yeah. by example to get on their knees you know and yes. and god surprises us when we do that you know my my 12 year old daughter yeah. boy shames me as a prayer warrior i mean you know <laughs> there are times that she just lets loose and i'm going man you know that definitely was a holy spirit Yay. because uh, you know <laughs> it is so important that our children see us on our yes. knees yeah. interceding not only for the city not only for our concerns but for them as well That's because right. then they understand how important it is and Chuck, we talked about it just a few minutes ago. You know, if your heart's not broken for the city mm-hmm. and <clears throat> for something that you see, uh, you know, with, with God's eyes as best we can, yeah. it, 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 it is very hard to pray for something that uh, your, your, your heart really doesn't break for, isn't That's it? That's true. It sure is. It, we, uh, we pray out of our own resource yeah, at that point. Yeah, right. And unfortunately... Uh, our resources get tapped out. Yes, yeah. and and God wants to uh, enable us to pray out of His resource, mm. praying out of His ability, His empowering yes. in our lives. As we know, the Holy Spirit comes to empower us uh, to pray in in a way that is in harmony with what God wants and what His purposes are. And uh, we we really are dependent on him for that. Well, and uh, Ben, uh, you you and Chuck understand this from a senior pastor perspective. Both of you uh, know how important it is to have uh, people who are interceding for the pastor mm, yes. on a regular basis. You know, we mentioned the the ladies in the room here that uh, pray for AVC on a yes. regular basis, and you know we've seen God do amazing things. And some people are just called. To that role, you know, uh, the inimitable Mr. Owl here, you know, called to that Amen. role. In fact, uh, he, he helped birth ABC on his knees, so to speak, out here in the parking lot and was involved in several hours of prayer as God really uh, birthed this ministry. And so it is so important, friends, that uh, if uh, if you would take the time to make sure that you are praying for your church and your pastor and, and uh, the concerns that you see there, and again, also pray to see your neighborhood and your concerns through God's eyes, because Elaine, our our uh, our lenses can be a little bit distorted, That's can't they? That's right, especially if we don't have the the lenses adjusted just quite right. Especially but. if you're wearing contacts like me, they get clouded a lot. I wasn't going to mention that, but you know, Mike, you you mentioned something that I think is is real important. When we see God do amazing things, let's recount those Amen. blessings. Let's Amen. talk about the good things. We do that oftentimes. The ladies and as we gather together, we we talk about and and we give Him the praise and we thank Him for the prayers that He's answered. Because when you see good things happen, you can just see that hand of God. Can't you, Ben? Yeah. You know, I was thinking the other day, the uh, Jewish people in the Old Testament mm-hmm. days had as many feasts 
of celebration yes. of what God had done as yes. they did mm-hmm. fasts mm-hmm. for the things that they wanted to see him do. Yes. Mm-hmm. They set a good pace for us. Mm. And and God reminded them that that was important yeah. to recount, you know, those blessings. And, you know, in our, our fast-paced life, and I've been as guilty of it as anyone else, you know, we pray for something to happen. And, you know, we just look at a, at a year here. A year ago at, at Advancing mm-hmm. Vibrant Communities, we had... 500 volunteers from local churches out there connecting with the community. And we prayed, Lord, we want to see a 1,000. Well, you know, just recently we broke 900. Wow. You know, and, and to me, you know, my, <laughs> my initial reaction is, man, we're almost there, instead of saying, thank you, God, for yeah. helping us to that 900. Yeah. Oh, it is so important to go back and, and, uh, and to thank the Lord and acknowledge those answers to yeah. prayer, isn't it? There's a great story of um, in Israel's history, when they crossed the Jordan River into the Promised Land, God instructed Moses to send one member of each tribe back into the river and to get a stone from the bottom of the river. Now, the, the interesting thing is they crossed at flood stage. So it was, I mean, the river was a torrent, and yet God miraculously divided the river again. And they took stones from the bottom of the river and stacked them on the new side of the river as a memorial so that they could come back Mm -hmm. and it would be forever emblazoned on the national history of Israel that, well, what are these stones? Well, these are the stones that came from the bottom of the river at flood stage Mm. where God divided the river, miraculously giving us entrance into what became his land of blessing for them. And every time they would go past that monument, it was a reminder of the incredible thing, miraculous thing, that God had done in their lives. Mm. And pause for them to stop and bless God for that. Mm. And And so your point's well taken. We need those reminders, don't we? Because we we forget. We tend to forget. And just like the Israelites, you know, they forget and then they tend to mumble and grumble and complain. And we're the same way, aren't we? Yes, we are. We we would never do that, would we? (laughs) Oh, no. It's a good thing we're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think it's interesting, too. You look at uh, America, and we are, uh, in terms of culture and nationality, we are a melting pot. Mm-hmm. We're all thrown together. You know, so a lot of that institutional and that corporate cultural uh, memory is not there because we're kind of all together. Right. You know, and it's very important, I think, that we go back and we do acknowledge what God has done because we've got so many cultures and and so many religions, Mm -hmm. you know, coming in together. and, And what better way? You know, to acknowledge within that environment what our God has done. Yes. Yeah. You know, in yeah. in just uh, in just a very very amazing ways, and uh, we encourage you, friends. Uh, again, if um, if you've seen God answer prayer in, in a great way in your sphere of influence, we'd love to hear your story. And uh, if you want to email us that, we'd love to share that uh, as we go on the next couple of weeks. We would love to share your story about how God has worked in your area, no matter where you are in the nation or where you are in the world, where you are within the uh, broadcast footprint here over the radio stations, we would love to hear that. You can email us again at lighthouselive.earthlink.net, lighthouselive.earthlink.net. We just appreciate you listening in tonight and very much appreciate your prayers as you prayer walk your neighborhood or perhaps you're praying with your family. And you know, as we give God thanks, think of the family members. Maybe you have someone in your family. Think of the family members who have come to Christ because someone was 
was on their knees. Someone had prayed you through. Is that not, you're nodding in agreement there, yeah. Chuck, so many times. How, how many times that story is repeated mm-hmm. of uh, someone, I have a friend, good friend in the ministry, um, who before he surrendered his life to the Lord, said that some of his most um, poignant memories as a young man is coming in in the days of his uh, rebellious youth mm. and hearing his father on his knees in his bedroom, specifically calling out my friend's name in prayer. Wow. So there's nothing like coming in knowing already that you are a little bit off the beaten path and then to hear a parent without any awareness uh, that my friend was around, but calling his name out and saying, God, uh, bring him to a place of, of mm. surrender to you. Amen. And he said it was it would pierce him through the heart yes. every yeah. time. And it ultimately came a point of his own surrender to the Lord. Mm. And what an example of that. Oh, that yeah, says, absolutely. Like we were saying earlier, that is just an incredible thing to do for our children. And as we think about praying for our families, we, we must remember our, our church families, mustn't we? Our Christian brothers and sisters, as we pray together and pray for one another. One of the things that we really enjoy, Chuck and, and Ben here at ABC, is letting the walls down, mm-hmm. those denominational walls mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And we're so glad that that takes place here because we think that's pretty important as well. Absolutely. I might just say that uh, coming up the first Thursday of May is a chance to join with people all across America in yes, the National Day of Prayer, yes. which came around, came about through quite a price of effort and mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. in our Senate and so on. And then just a month later on Pentecost Sunday, and I believe that's June the 4th this year, is a global day of prayer. Right. Yes. And uh, last two years... Up to 200 million Christians Mm. from many, many countries, I suppose a couple hundred countries, joined together in prayer Mm. for that uh, at that time. There are great possibilities, and we Amen. should not be discouraged these days. Let's Amen. be very encouraged. God is up to some, something big. He Amen. definitely Absolutely. is. And we've got lots more prayers. We seek the face of God tonight. We're going to come back, and we're going to pray for the body, and we're going to pray how the Spirit leads. And we'll be back with you right after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39 to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about AVC involves serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. 
And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. AVC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and ABC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. AVC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. You know, some of us can do donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them, and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I will tell you, as you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing Vibrant Communities. Faith in action. Pure, simple, proven effective. Carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live as we focus tonight on prayer, praying for our city and praying for all of those in need. You know, guys, um, Chuck and, and Ben, Pastor Mike, nothing brings people together more than a disaster or something occurring in the community where you see people come together mm-hmm. and just, just kind of step out of those four walls of the home and church and to meet a need. Let's talk a little bit about connecting and, and maybe building those bridges and meeting some of those needs as we we reach out there together and, and serve the needs of the city. I think those the reason we people respond is we can all identify mm-hmm. with the hurt yes. that people are whatever the loss is, whether it's a, a phys, personal physical loss or a house that's been flooded or something. I mean, there is an immediate ability for us to identify with ourselves, and I think it does draw a person's heart out in response to the the need of another person. Mm. And, you know, oftentimes, and we've seen this within our own area as we think about all of the other areas that may be listening into the broadcast, 
when disasters or unfortunate times happen to a pastor's family Mm -hmm. and whether it be health sickness or an accident we've seen that just a a year or so Mm -hmm. ago with a pastor summit uh you know Mm -hmm. we we lost a a great pastor from our area people just really rally together don't they we see that happen a lot i bet you've seen that many times haven't you ben yeah one of the problems of god's blessings is that it seems to reduce our sense of need for him. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Prosperity mm-hmm. breeds lukewarmness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And God in his grace allows tragedies to come along to awaken us to the mm-hmm. fact that we are not sufficient in ourselves. Amen. And we will call upon him. Mm-hmm. Call upon me, he said, in the day of trouble. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will uh, say, you will, I will answer you and you will right. glorify me. I pray that it won't take a lot of disasters for us to realize <laughs> and, our need for and, him. And you know, friends, those needs can be right at the end of your own block. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, they may be a half a world away, and mm-hmm. it, it's good to meet those needs, too. You know, we need to address all of it globally as well as domestically. But, you know, you can start today by praying for the needs in your own neighborhood, by asking God to reveal to you and connect you with the need right in your own neighborhood, and he may use you in a powerful way. Ben, you just said something that I think is terribly convicting for us in, in 2006 as we are this broadcast, and that is being lukewarm. Mm. And things are kind of mm. going hunky-dory. You know, we're buzzing along. Job's good. Kids are good. Uh, you know, things are rolling along pretty well, and and we can be tempted to kind of cut back. Yeah. And... Uh, Men, can we just park on here just for a minute, and and uh, women as well, and in, in our room here. Let's uh, can can we just pray for uh, uh, that fire to keep burning brightly in our souls and in our hearts for the needs in our community, and uh, to not let that fire go out. Ben, would you would you start sure. us off, dear Father? We are guilty in our land. We confess to you. Yes of turning away from glaring needs, Mm -hmm. from the brutal facts of reality. Mm -hmm. And you and your mercy are stirring us more and more these days. We thank you for that. And we pray that you will enable us to open our eyes to see and our hearts to give Mm -hmm. and our feet to go to those who are needy round about us. We agree that right in our own neighborhoods, our terrible needs if we would just take mm. time to yes, visit with our right. friends yes. and uh, mm-hmm. see what's going on and how mm-hmm. we can pray for them. Help us, Lord, to do that. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, one of the greatest deceptions of the human condition is self-sufficiency. Mm-hmm. Lord, we, we operate often uh, under the impression that we have enough mm-hmm. and that we are sufficient in ourselves to face the challenges that may be out there and that, uh, Lord, you uh, want us to be awakened Mm. to the reality that we really need you. We really are dependent on you. And, Lord, we read often or hear often of individuals who awaken one morning and their world is forever changed Mm -hmm. because of some incident that occurred, a stroke or uh, some kind of physical impairment uh, that came upon them suddenly. And, Lord, it just proves to us again how much we need you. And, Lord, we aren't sufficient in ourselves. Lord, there are so many of us uh, that are in that condition. Lord, help us to look around and to see those who are there 
and realize it's very possible for us to be there and to reach out with love and compassion Mm -hmm. to serve those Mm -hmm. that we see in need. Lord, we pray that we would see uh, our neighbors through your eyes. Yes, you know, we can we yes, can become Lord. so jaded and so busy that, that mm-hmm. we can't see what you see. Yeah. Uh, says our brother Chuck alluded to earlier. Lord, mm-hmm. we may pass by people and we uh, we may see one thing, but your lenses with grace and mercy yes, and yes, compassion and love see something entirely different. You, you see the potential. Lord, would you give us your eyes Mm -hmm. to see our neighbors, to see uh, your neighborhoods, to see your cities. And Lord, we we pray for that tug on our heart. We pray for that fire to burn within us that would Mm -hmm. help us to uh, see it and feel it the way you do and respond to you that way in prayer. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Lord God, as we serve our neighbors, may we take the time, Lord God. May we not be in such a hurry, Lord, that we pass up an opportunity Mm -hmm. To love and to reach out and to find out what's going on in our neighbors' lives, Lord God, and and help us, Lord, we pray that as we serve others, that we would serve them as we are serving you. Mm -hmm. Lord God, that everything that we do, everything that we think and say and do be as unto you as we reach out and love our neighbors as we love ourselves Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if we can help you with this process, if we can pray with you again, we would love your communication. You can go to our website at www.vibrantcommunities.org and uh, not only to see opportunities to uh, serve there, but also share your concerns with us. And if you would like to uh, send your prayer concerns or your praises for what God has done, we would love to get that as well at lighthouselive.earthlink.net. That's lighthouselive.earthlink. .net. And Elaine, eternity is forever, but unfortunately, yes, our time true. here isn't. It isn't. We just want to take a moment to thank Ben Jennings, Chuck Adams, Jan, and Lee, and Kathy, and John, and Al, and you, dear friend at home. Thank you for your prayers. May we make it a lifestyle. Until next time, may God bless you as you reach out and love your neighbors as you love yourselves. You